You wanna hear a good joke? Nobody speak, nobody get choked. Sports fans, it's Friday here on 89.1 KHOL, and Teton Sports Talk is here to bring you a little bit closer to your weekend. I'm your host, Massey Zeman. To my left, Graham Trainer. Very excited. Instant reaction to the Mavs. Mavs, um, they won Celtics game. regular season NBA game number 46 Ooh, out of 72. There exciting it is. stuff. They haven't won the, their 46th game. They've just won the 46th matchup. 46, no, this is their 46th game of the season. Yes, and, they, the won, and they won this they won. one. They yes. won their 46th game of the season Against. at the underperforming Celtics. Mm-hmm. It's exciting It's exciting to be alive. We're both number seven seeds, by the way. So it was East a, Coast actually, road trip for the Mavs? A huge matchup. Yeah, sometimes we go to the East Coast. Oh, I'm just saying, I was just curious what they uh, what their oh, lineup overall, is. overall, right now? Oh, I, I like all this, this line of questioning to start the show. Let's see what we got here. Um, do an advertisement or something. Oh, we got at Knicks next at Wizards. Yeah, you're right. That's three in a row on the road, and then Jazz at home on the fifth of April. That's that's good. We, we've done. We've, okay, we've, that's good. And then at the Rockets. Very excited about your Mavs. Seven yeah. seed. I'm going to talk about our my Pelicans. Oh, are you? Yeah, it's it's in the it's they in were, the huddle. I heard they're naughty. Oh, you mean a JJ Redick? Yeah, we dude. can bring that up. Yeah. yeah, beat beat feet, nerd. Sorry, kick rocks. Beat feet. Yeah, you never heard that. That means that means take a hike. Get out of here. Okay. Beat feet, nerd. Beat feet. Yeah. Sorry. No more room for any dookies around here. Where are you from? Birmingham. Is that a Birminghamism? No, Birmingham's a little more sophisticated than where I'm from. Really? Yeah. I feel like Birmingham. They're pinkies up kind of guys. Pinkies up, like tea tea sippers. Yeah. No, there's plenty of that mobile too, but it's a little less in mobile. Mm. And in Birmingham, the cups of tea are let's let's say a little bit bigger. Birmingham sounds like Buckingham. Yes, that would make sense, right? Isn't there? A, there's T- a Birmingham, England. Isn't that where like the Peaky Blinders are from? Oh, I need to watch that show. I still have not watched it. Nah, I, I don't even know if that's accurate. But I, I watched it up until the point where you can't understand. Yeah, trust me, you need subtitles. Like season two and a half, oh, three. Yeah, you start. You start being like, I can't under. I don't understand anymore. And the guy, the main character. Just gets the hell beat out of him every single episode. Oh, he's a maskist. He he either gets beat up or a gun gets pointed in his face, and he like smoothly talks his way out of it. I'm like, I think I've seen this repeat itself enough to get the gist of how this is going to go. Sounds like Mel Gibson, his career as an actor, beat up, gun pointed in his face. Yeah, then he eventually wins the day. Did we introduce the show? Yeah, we did. We had your initial reaction. That's right. That was very. That was very candid. <coughs> <coughs> Are you okay? Uh, What's happening? Oh, sorry. I just I just choked. Yes. Had some bad Wolverine for dinner. <laughs> what was that? Michigan, they choked. Oh, 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 oh. Mm. I was thinking of another Wolverine. Mm-mm. But he only eats shrimp salad sandwiches. You're thinking of a... Uh, a particular rodent. A Charlottesville native. Yes. Um, the, 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 the 4-3-4. Yes. So point one... Yeah. Point is... Michigan... Overachieved? Question mark. That's where that the point was. Actually, the question: Did Michigan with, overachieve this season? Were they are they a year ahead with an injury? Is that your excuse for the Big Ten being frauds? frauds. Leading headline: Big Ten are frauds. Michigan proved it. Forty nine points in the Elite Eight game. Yikes! Wow, wow. I mean, yes, they. I guess they did. They were they were my favorite one seed to lose early. So I guess I 
and being a little harsh, but it, Big Ten's dead, and the Zags win the uh, Zags versus Big Ten challenge. So yeah, now it's Zags are bust. They're dominating, and it's funny if you look at the Final Four, and we'll get into it later. But if you look into it, it's was that a, was that bad or is my delivery bad? What was bad? The Wolverine joke. Should I have said Michigan called and they want their? I don't know. Wolverine back. <laughs> we'll see what we'll see how the Twitter the Twitter loves it. Yeah, hopefully it blows up. Um WCC, Pac twelve, Big Twelve, Houston's in the AAC. Those are the four conference representatives. Is that American Athletic? I think that's yeah, right. That's right. Um So the, there. A little yeah, diversity. Memphis won the NIT. Go AAC. There you go. So, huge huge year for them. So let's let's just say it again. Penny Hardaway kept his job despite scandals. We had two exactly. <laughs> Besides paying for a kid to move, we had two storylines going into this uh, into this tournament. And can the Big Ten do it in Big Ten country? And Zags are bust. And yep. look where we are. I told, I said one of you were going to be called frauds. Big Ten frauds. Fact. Ooh, Fact. Many, what do they have? Twelve teams in this. Thing? I think they might have thirty. They might 30. have half the field. UCLA beat Michigan State and Michigan. Uh, remember watching UCLA like that night? We watched them, and I, I, that what, was ten was it years Juzang? ago. Juzang got hurt yeah. in overtime, and I was like, I scratched him off my bracket because I was like, their second or first best players out, yeah, with a probably a, at least a low ankle sprain. He was just totally fine. Former UVA, um, um, what would you say, recruit that turned us down for LA? How could he? You remember that? No, I do, but I'm just saying, like, he had his, I get like, it. I was looking at it today. There was like a flashback of Juzang, like Kansas, Kentucky, Oregon, or UVA. And then he went to, forgot where, Kentucky, and then he left to go to UCLA. Is that Trouble right? Trouble in Paradise transfer, in Kentucky. The old transfer portal. No Kids blue love. bloods. No blue bloods unless we're considering UCLA a blue blood. I think they are in that conversation a, if you win 11 they're the, championships. They're the unicorn. They're a blue blood Cinderella. Makes okay. no sense. The paradox. Oh, it's like half man, half horse. Man, bear, pig. Yes. Um, should we huddle up? Oh, sure. Um, good news of the week, critical number of the week, something you were stuck on, quote, and question of the week. That is our huddle. It's four segments. We'll go back and forth in no particular order. Um, Graham, your good news of the week. Oh, I'm excited. I'm breaking some news, I know, because it, I, I it hit me up right before. I can see the excitement. The I can see the excitement. <clears throat> New Orleans and Atlanta. New Orleans sign-and-trade with Jameis and the number 28 pick in the draft to the Falcons for Matt Ryan. No. Yes. No. It happened right when I was in the other room. What are you saying? Are you lying to me? Damn it, April Fool's Day. Yeah, you're lying. (laughs) I thought that was pretty kind of believable. Matt Ryan, did you see the Matt Stafford deal? Yeah. The Saints don't have don't have anything to. I don't think they have any more draft picks to give up. Honestly, I think they've given them all away. Oh, I thought you'd be bummed about this, so you would have been okay with it. You think Matt Ryan should? Um, it should. He should. Um, he can still throw it deep. So yeah, he should be asked. There should be more in return for Matt Ryan than what I just said. I think Matt Ryan's a little more expensive than that. Really? Okay. I was disappointed that Jameis. Wow. I was initially. I was disappointed that Jameis was going. Right. Because I think the Saints are going to end up end up landing on Jameis Winston like three or four games in. Mm-hmm. And, but with Matt Ryan, I was like, another incredible quarterback, Coach Jameis, for an entire year. Fine. He's been pretty stinky lately, though, Matt Ryan. He, I, I, he's stale, is what he is. Stale. He needs to stale. If, if, if they traded for bread. Matt Ryan for that stale price, white bread. If they traded for Matt Ryan at that price, I would be stoked. 
wow, okay, I screwed this up. I thought that was a disgusting trade for the Saints. Really? Jameis yeah, Winston's worth two million bucks. Jameis's upside is higher than Matt Ryan's at this point. I mean, he's he's a complete wild card, and Matt Ryan is just like he's stale bread. Well, the it's, Saints are in this mode of like Jameis is like a. Know, we like need a, cheap. We need we need cheap talent is what we need, mm. and the Saints are the second worst under the cap. So if, as cheaply as that trade just said, like, hey, it might be a lateral move or maybe someone on his decline, but it gives our we should. We have this like structure of hey, let's stack everything around Drew Brees. It's Drew Brees or bust. All of a sudden, Drew Brees is gone. It's like, well, can we really rebuild around Jameis Winston and Taysom Hill? It's like, but yeah. uh, Matt Ryan potentially. All right, I can see Matt Ryan stepping in. Drew, damn it, I screwed this up. It's all right, man. It's, I'm over too. I think. Well, you got me excited, then you Michigan let me down. Joke. You got me excited, then you let me down. I thought that was the April Fool's joke. No, I should have wanted to get me disgusted and then build me back up. Yes. Okay. Well, it didn't go the way it wanted to, but my expectations rose and then fell. I thought of this in the parking lot. I was like, I'm going to get him. (laughs) And I should have chose the Jets. I should have done Sam Darnold or something. This does. How would that would feel? Sam Darnold, Jameis Winston, the 28th pick for Sam Darnold. No, that would be terrible. I'd be so sad. That was it. Anyway, my good news is opening day. Okay, yeah, well, it's good. It's opening day on April first. We're recording this on the thirty first. This is not going to air till the second. What? And so this this April day, few, two, day your, two, your day or day early for your April Fool's joke. Yeah, and it's going to air and land a day late. So I don't know how you <laughs> penciled that into your calculation or not. I but didn't. hey, it was I great. Didn't. You did great. Opening day. Let's talk opening day. Sure. Um, Curveballs. Cutters. What is what are Slurf, the headlines for opening curve. day? The headlines. I um, know that I know that uh, Joe Biden's not throwing out the first pitch. Oh, we're not. Let's not make this political. I'm just saying. I think it's probably a good call. Why is he not? Because he can't find the baseball. He's just busy. The baseball's in his hand. It he would can't just find be. It. He would just be a bad. <laughs> it would just be a bad luck. You don't want that. Mr. Biden. You're holding the baseball. Yeah, he would throw it in the dirt. That's, and a, like, fo- that's a football. Mm. Oh, man. All right. Um, well, uh, so, so opening day, any storylines we need to pay close attention to? Well, or? just for the record, we're more pro-Biden show than a pro-Trump show. But anyway, you know, that other stuff goes. It's fun, to make fun of, it's fun to make fun of all old, That's white, what comedians old do. white, crusty men comedians behind a podium. make fun of – we punch up at people. Who's com- higher than the president of the United wow, States? We com- punch up. Comedians, my jokes have been just bombing tonight. There's some sets like that, though, when you're Yeah, sometimes with- you get booed off stage. Mm-hmm. Can we talk about opening day? I'm going to circle back. Yes. Let's Let's next play. Story let's do lines. the Bill Walton. There's nothing like the present. Bill Walton. There you go. Whoa. So, <laughs> so <laughs> let's talk about opening day and the storylines. I'll start with one. This is the year that the fans get to boo Houston. Are we stoked? Oh, that's right. That's right. Took a year off. COVID canceled. Um booing of Houston booing at Houston games last year at least you know when Houston's on the road Astros fans are Houston fans are just so sad right now except for their uh four to four team which doesn't really count it's not that it's not a uh professional sports team but silver lining there'll be some you think people are gonna bring a lot of trash lids you think you think um I don't know I don't care as parody I think we forgot about it in the back of our brains, but now that someone pointed it out to me, I was like, I'm excited about this. I was very excited about it last year, and I don't like baseball, but I can't wait to see all the content come out of just people standing face-to-face just through a little tiny net looking down the dugout and just yelling at their team the entire game. Throwing a beeper without batteries in it so it's less heavy at an outfielder. 
Houston outfielder, fair or foul? I think I think someone should go to their local TGI Fridays yes, and get thing. the entire stack of your table is ready buzzers and just throw them all in the field. Maybe ten people should go to the surrounding <laughs> TGI Fridays, uh, Patty's Pub, Chili's, Chili's, whatever you Applebee's. know, Applebee's. Go to the, all those surrounding the stadium. Go in there and see if you can just toss them onto the field all at once. I've Hundreds actually, of them. Have you ever actually walked out with one of those? Yeah, I felt bad about it. I did too. Especially the to ones, do with it. yeah, especially the ones that fit in your pocket nicely. Yeah, the ones it felt that like are a big. It felt like a wall yeah, in my back pocket. The ones that are big squares. Uh huh. Those things you can't fit in any pocket. You have to hold it, That's so you're not going to forget it's it. A smart thing to do as a restaurant just have one that can't fit in like a cell phone or a wallet. No free advice. So we'll take we'll just take that Venmo whenever you're uh, whenever you're ready. Restaurants. Yeah, I didn't think of a way to use it to my advantage for like cheating in school, like the Astros, like LTV did. Um, nor that I want to take it back and get arrested for having taken it home. You never know what employee is going to want to. Yeah, they're having a bad day. They're calling yep. the cops. They want to go above and beyond. So anyway, my, uh, I'm other storylines. Uh, baseball. Let's see. We got we got some young some young new arms coming out. We got um, we got the Toronto Blue Jays have an exciting roster, which is it's been a while for that. The Dodgers have just gotten even better. Um, Mookie Betts is the best name in baseball right Mookie now. Mookie Betts, great, great human being, does a lot for the homeless and a lot did a lot of stuff for charity for COVID last year for hospitals too. Rangers suck. Um, okay, my my follow up question was how bad are the Rangers going to be? Terrible. Top, okay, bottom four team. We'll get to this later. The Pelicans of the MLB. The well, playoffs. <laughs> um, San Diego. Oh, stacked. San Diego, LA is going to be a great. LA Dodgers is going to be a great. Um, rivalry this year. Who else did I remember? I remember booing Houston. I remember San Diego being good. I remember the Dodgers being good. Oh, how are the Braves going to have all the puzzle pieces and collapse? Um, how are they going to do that? Yes. Oh, they'll go up against round two Padres or Dodgers. I think they'll, they'll win the wild card round, and then they'll, lose, um, they'll lose to a superior team. Yeah. They'll make the playoffs? The Mets. The Mets are going to be a little better this year. They, The Braves well, will make the playoffs, yes. Okay, I think that's a bold enough. I think that's a bold enough take right there. Oh, they've got a good roster. I mean, they've got they've got pitching. They got Max Freed. They got they added Drew Smiley. I mean, they have, they did loot. They kept um, they kept. Um, I mean, Ronald Acuna obviously like is their baller. Mm-hmm. They kept Ozuna, and that was Ozuna. kind of a, yeah another outfielder, another smasher. Um, and I if Freddie Freeman's back. I mean, I think they're going to be as good, if not better, than last year. But the Mets got a little better. Washington got about stayed about status quo, and the Marlins are coming off the playoff year, which is very bizarre. So, oh, you'd have to remind me of that. The White Sox are on the on the rise. Got to watch out for those White Sox, Massey. Southside, just like wa- you, you live down Raptor J. Southside. Yeah, I've been watching a lot of Shameless lately, so the White Sox resonated in my heart. Mm. Uh, my good news of the week. And this is me being a bitter fan and finding a silver lining as I've come to grips with UVA's mediocrity this season, especially losing to Ohio as the crowning jewel of that. Mm-hmm. Um, although they won the ACC, just saying. Yeah, and they weren't 500. That's mediocrity, right? Right, right. So, Nate. so <laughs> Jeff uh, Fisher coached them. Is UVA still the normal seat? We'll call it the normal season, regular season champs. Or excuse me, the normal season national champs, meaning 
that this year is an asterisk. Oh, for sure. Because it was COVID year. And yeah. We don't really know how good the teams are. For instance, the Pac-12 is dominant. Oral Roberts was dominant. Yeah, so it was a weird year. We're just going to scratch this one off the record books. 2021 doesn't exist. It's like the Dodgers title. Yeah. Gonzaga's title would be like the Dodgers. Yeah, and so asterisks, moving on, UVA defending national champs. Absolutely. Okay, good. Normal circumstances. Your critical number of the week. I'm a little worried about this. all these guys leaving. This transfer portal is going bonkers for UVA. Well, we can get into that. Sure we can. Uh, 24 and 24... It's a Kiefer Sutherland show. It's also um, Kobe two was dozen. Two, two dozen. dozen. No, Kobe was twenty-four. Good two job. feet. Two Good feet. Job, Kobe is twenty-four inches. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. What else you got? No, it's Gonzaga's uh, average margin of victory this tournament against Norfolk State. Um, who do they play second round? Oklahoma. Oklahoma. I said put OU, and then I was like, they played Oklahoma? <laughs> Creighton. They smashed Oklahoma. USC. And smash, Oklahoma, smash, smash, smash. Oklahoma had like three or four top ten wins in like a week, and everyone was like, Oklahoma can give the Gonzaga trouble. If Have you seen the eight-seed Oklahoma against Missouri? They just got, cr- I mean, crushed. Zags, yeah. They they seem like an unstoppable force. It would have been. They have, six, they have six players in double figures. Would you rather lost to Ohio? 13-4 in the first round or lost to Gonzaga instead of like maybe Creighton facing them, obviously. I'd rather get run over by the train of destiny and like dominance than get lost in an upset. We're a statistic now okay. because there's been so many upsets this season. But at the time, it was like, I'd rather get mowed down by a dom- superior dominant team. There's no one as good as Gonzaga in the tournament. No, they But that us- doesn't mean they, they can't lose. 25 in Fort Worth? Uh, it hurt so bad, I chose not to so remember. So they beat us by 30. But it's, but it's close, 25-30. I think I'd rather just have lost in the first round. They lost I by 30. Actually, I actually, when, I went, when my memory went to go file that away in the cabinet, it just threw it in the trash can next to the filing cabinet. It's like, we're not even going to remember this. It hurt that much. Coming off of COVID, you know, who knows what would happen if we had been. See, that's why we need to play a full season. We don't know what would happen with a full season without our COVID break and coming back and getting smashed by the Zags. No, but it worked out for Baylor so far. Um, yeah, I really did. Uh, my critical number of the week. I was going to talk about Tyler Lockett's thirty-seven million dollar deal, mm-hmm. guaranteed. It's over four years. Uh, it's valued at sixty-nine dollars, but I can only do it by guaranteed money. So sixty-nine dollars, sixty-nine million dollars. Excuse no, me, sixty-nine dollars a year or sixty-seven million, whatever that thing. Sixty-nine point two million dollars, um, thirty-seven million guaranteed. But I'm not. I'm going to talk about San Francisco uh, number three. Excuse me, pick three. Yeah. San Francisco traded up to pick three. Is there going to be a run on the quarterbacks? This is a deep quarterback yes. draft. Yes. And people are talking quarterbacks going one, two, three, four. Yes. Talk talk about it. Justin, excuse me, Justin Fields is talking about San Francisco picking up number three, or are they talking about Mac Jones? Well, this is my stock, actually. My stock. Do you want to dovetail it? Yeah, why don't we just like Venn diagram this mofo? Okay. Mac Jones to the 49ers, question mark. He's risen up to be their favorite because Kyle Shanahan wants a big, like, as we talked earlier, a big upright dude like Kirk Cousins or Matt Ryan, as we discussed. Yes. Um, Zach, Zach Bieber Wilson is the sexy pick. Will the Jets pick him? Are they going to leave Darnold um, as to be the starter? The nerve. And <laughs> then are Justin Fields or Trey Lance going to be the pick? I would be surprised to see. I mean, Mac Jones is, is Mac Jones good, Massey? You've scouted him more than I have. 
Mac Jones. I mean, passes, he won a national championship. But yeah, is, is he, he passes to really good receivers. Yeah, is he like, um, you know, like a he seems like a to Justin, understand like a Jason White or a um, Matt Leinart or a one of those. No, he seems like successful. he understands the game a little better. Okay, does that make any sense? No, I've heard that. I've like heard... he's been he's been doing this quarterback thing for a long time. Yeah, and he did it for eight years at Alabama and started one. You know, so. Or one and a half, sort of. But um, Justin Fields has been that's his that's what he's lost out on is the processing. It's what I've heard. He's got the body. He's got the rifle arm. Better. He runs better. a four four, four four. Runs like runs like the Dickens, as they say. And he looked good against. He looked he looked great in his college career. So I don't know. San Francisco's clearly going for a quarterback here. Yeah, and, they wouldn't have traded up to get Pinay Sewell or uh, an edge guy or whatever. So so to. Maybe because I we have dovetailed on your stuck on. I'll give you another critical critical number. Mm-hmm. Seventeen. Seventeen. The, seventeen. The NFL just expanded oh, their games, regular yeah. season to seventeen, yes. which means I don't know what the numbers mean anymore. What is nine and six? We don't know. Nine and six. Oh God, you're right. Yeah, like what's a playoff team? Wait. Hey, we won ten games. We won 11 games seems easy, but if we won nine games, are we good? Wait, that means there's no more eight and eights. Yeah. Oh, man. Bamboozling. No more, no more Jason Garrett, eight and eights. No one associates it like that. That's but a maybe. bummer. Yeah, they do. <laughs> yes, they, yeah, yes, they do. Trust me. No, I, I mean, yeah, if you want to, yeah, I mean, I dissected the NFL draft as I do every week because I'm pathetic and I look at the mock drafts as much as possible. Do you? I do. Are the Jets going to pick clickbait? An off- dude. Yeah, offensive lineman Sewell or Slater, Rashawn Slater from Northwestern. So you got set one, two, three, four, five, six. You got seven teams in the top nine right now since San Francisco traded up that are kind of quarterback hungry. Atlanta is, you know, kind of developmental now, hungry. Now we know that San Francisco is did not move up to pick Patrick Sertan the second. Like they are definitely picking quarterback to make all that to to. Trade three first rounders plus a third or a second rounder. They're doing that. Atlanta still has Matt Ryan. Detroit has Jared Goff now. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, then you have Jags, Jets, Niners, Panthers, Broncos. So it's going to be interesting to see once you get to eight, nine, Carolina and Denver, what quarterbacks are even still there if there are any. This is like GameStop. This is just there a run. Enough- this is just a run on QBs. I got a feeling if they, San Francisco's, if you did, if you pick Mac Jones up in the second round, value pick, yeah, three overall. It's like you're either going to be a a bust. You're going to be a bust by the end of the year if you don't perform well. But if you go to but San Francisco, San Francisco, when a good team trades up, the team that needs one position to play better than Jimmy G, as in San Francisco does. And the rest of their team is pretty damn stacked. Kind of like the Broncos. The Broncos are pretty damn stacked. Carolina's, they're good offense, bad defense. They're like one player away, in that meaning the quarterback. Like Denver and San Francisco are good places to land for a quarterback. They're sure. not dumpy old Jets or um, even though I think Jags, like when you put Urban Meyer and Trevor Lawrence together, you're like, oh, can't go wrong. But a lot could still what go wrong. What could go wrong? So Urban Meyer. I feel like wrong. on draft day or before, there'll be another maybe Carolina or Denver would trade up with a Cincinnati or a Miami. Miami could like really just run a run a train on 
um, these teams that are quarterback starved yeah. and like maybe collect like eight first round picks if yeah, they want to. Sweet. And just be like, hey, we'll just keep trading down and we'll either get Jamar Chase or Devonta Smith or we'll get an offensive I've heard lineman. Jamar Chase to the Bengals. Yeah, me too. The draft. Same reporter. Man in shorts. <laughs> um, so let me give you my stock on. Can you tell me what's going on with Mets ownership? Oh, with the, I understand that all of a sudden yeah. the Mets owner is mega rich and is paying pl- and overpaying players. And what is going on there? Um, I think he's I don't know who the Mets owner is. I saw he was live tweeting or asking player asking I guess tampering. What do you call them? strangers to tell him how much Francisco Lindor is worth, which can really get into a interesting put him in an interesting spot of like having this what? like numbers all over the board of like, oh, you should pay him 20, 20 years at five hundred million, or you should pay him thirty. Crowdsourcing your your employees. That's what pay, I heard. Pay yeah. it. Yeah, that's what I heard about. Yeah. How old is this guy? Is he a tech? Is he a tech guru? Is, is he like thirty? I, I didn't know the Mets even changed over ownership. I haven't followed the Mets for a while. I okay, maybe they haven't. And all of a sudden, he's mega You're probably rich. Right. I, um, I rem- all I know about the Mets. I'll look it up. Is Mike Piazza? Oh, and then that one dude that gets paid every every year for <laughs> Bobby, the last Bobby Bonilla, Bobby Bonilla, and then be, them being the laughing stock in New York. So to hear some buzz around the Mets is something. Oh, that this I'm guy, confused Steve on. Cohen. That's Steve um, Cohen is like a billionaire. He's worth like ten billion yeah, more he, than he looks like a bomber type. He's got glasses. He looks like he's been in Palo Alto a lot. You know that kind of look, bald with glasses. Like what, uh, what kind of type? Palo Alto. Like I've I've been in Palo Alto in oh, Silicon oh, Valley. Did you say a bomber? Yeah, Steve Bomber, the Clippers oh, owner. Oh, oh, yes. You know yes. that look. Oh, right. The, the tech guy, like you said, a tech, an old tech dude, a middle aged, bald tech man. And he's like, you know what? I got so much money. I'm just gonna throw this around. You get some money. You get some money. I invested in Twitter. I'm gonna ask people on Twitter how much did I pay my star shortstop I just traded for. Look at the transparency on Twitter. Aren't we glad that it's here? Um, this guy looks like a dork. Um, what's your quote or question of the week? You know what's kind of fun is like I've, my glasses have been broken. Felt more like an athlete lately, and I think I my confidence is higher, even though I can't see that well. Yeah, I just feel more confident without glasses. Le- libido's up. Yeah, man, I'm telling you, I live in a world that's about forty feet from my eyes. Forty feet. I wish I was that. I wish I could see that far. Well, so you need glasses. I'm just on the cusp of not needing glasses, yeah. and I just I operate in a little bit of a fuzz. Like you still look like handsome Massey from this distance, but if I was to go push the chair back about like ten feet, I I could be anybody. Yeah, I couldn't tell if you were, um, let's say. The Elephant Man or Chris Evans, you know? Don't I don't know either one of those references. <laughs> uh, what is your quote or question of the week? Chris Evans is uh, Captain America. Elephant Man, you can it's self-explanatory. Oh, nice. They need to dump COVID testing. Um. Mm. Mm. Mm, another another Baylorism from Kim Mulkey, the Baylor uh, ladies lady Lady Bears head coach, who after a bitter. Loss with a controversial no-call foul against UConn, Lady Huskies. Got a little, you know, little, what would you say, just a little candid? Yeah. Why was she Why, why is she we, mad at COVID testing? Why, oh, she was saying, like, it's not fair if um, a player, if they continue, it's Final Four now for them, too. Yes. If a player tests positive. Way, to go, way to go in Civil A to run the tournaments at the same exact time. Participate. Times. Yeah, they're saying if a player can't participate um, because of COVID. At this point, 
in the tournament because it's the final four. So there's only, you know, three games left. Yes. That would be a big bummer. So kind of just like maybe just bury the COVID under the rug and let everybody just play. Let the ladies play. It's, it's amazing how the NFL had 0% COVID all year. That's true. They dumped COVID. Take take the NFL's uh, take the NFL's thing. Hey, test uh, every three weeks and the random guy. Not important. To the team. I'm just glad there's not two Baylor teams in the Final Four. That is good. Yeah, we're an we're an anti Baylor show. Well, Texas is representing Baylor and Houston. Yeah. How do we feel about that? You're a little bummed about that. No, I don't care. UT is so arrogant. I, I kind of like it when teams succeed around UT and UT's like. Hmm. We're gonna, I don't want them in. I don't want them in the Big Twelve, Houston. I don't want them in the Big Twelve anymore. Baylor, hmm, a lot more network, hemorrhaging, hemorrhaging money. Texas is back. <laughs> I hate that. Oh, they're not. Shaka Smart, get out of town. Yeah. Going to Marquette later. Wow. Wait, Shaka is bailing on Texas. You didn't know that. What do you mean? Shaka Smart just left. He went to Marquette. Bre- breaking news. Oh, I is this break April Fool. This, this is, is April Fool. This is indeed. On April 2nd, 3rd, 4th, 5th, this could be news any day except April Fool's. This is factual. Shaka Smart left Texas after the tournament to go to play, to go play, to go coach at Marquette. True story. I don't know. I pretty awesome. That. Pretty awesome. That's bail pretty job. Awesome. Later. Yeah. Later, Texas. Up yours, Enron. I'll look that up later and I feel like a fool. Is that what's going to get later, Enron? Yeah, you know, like bailing on um, before the ship goes down. What's the Mavs head coach name? Rick Carlisle? All right, good. Former, you, said, uh, you said it first. UVA point guard. Rick Carlisle, here's a quote from him. This is a Shaq-type force of nature with a point guard skill set. Shaq-type? Zion? Yep. Okay. A, um, the Pelicans beat the Mavs the other night. Just saying. Did they? Yeah. Huh. Sorry. Sorry you didn't make it. You just watched <laughs> the Mavs play the Celtics. How dare you insinuate you didn't watch the Celtics Mavs have the play most, the Pelicans? Uh, Celtics have the most titles in NBA history behind the Lakers. Those are, or that most, would be the second. Most, most. Be the they second. most. no, they have okay. most. Because of because of Bill Russell. Yeah, ever heard of him? I've heard of that. Mm. Um, any any other facts, <laughs> indisputable facts you'd like to say just to defend your Mavs? Um, oh, dispute. Uh, JJ Redick got a nice home. I know it's not in the Northeast, and he got lied to by David Griffith and the uh, New Orleans Pelicans. Mm, that's too bad. Some mishandling. Sorry, JJ. a young Duke player, sad or or an aging one, and a podcaster. But you know, just. Lying. It's just about the lying. Really. <laughs> New Orleans and their lying. I'm very happy you're you're concerned about JJ Reddick's well, Drew, transition to the Mavs. I feel like you get lied to, Massey. Like JJ got lied to, you got lied to, Drew was kinda like I got lied to. Well Drew was kinda about like what? Breeze was kinda like, Am I coming back? Am I not? I'm gonna mess with your head for a month. And you I remember you were tortured by that. It was so, messing with me a little bit. You're right. Yeah. That was confusing. It's a good thing he retired on when did he retire? He retired when they released the brackets, and it was like Drew Brees. And then headline, headline, headline just got pushed down to the bottom of the screen, and no one. It was Selection it. Sunday, but it was a cool. Um, I'm going to retire the day I signed. In the past, there it is, full circle. I did like that, but and then anyway. what is what's the scenario about trading JJ? Hey, you're trash now. See ya. He wanted to go. No, he said before the season. He talked with David Griffith. He said, "Yeah, you know, we'll trade you at some point, and it'll be to a Northeast team. So you can be close to your family." Blah blah blah. He gets traded to Dallas. Not so close to the Northeast. Northeast Texas. Oh, that's what it was. He said Northeast, and he goes Texas. Whispered it under his yeah, breath. We'll get he you didn't to lie. Northeast. He Texas. didn't. He didn't lie. He just had a little fumbling of his words. <laughs> the Northeast of where? Northeast. Cross your fingers. Put Northeast them on your back. Northeast is a mindset. Where's Where's JJ Reddick from? 
Uh, Duke. <laughs> born and bred in Duke. <laughs> you just said it could be born in Coach K's nursery. I do love how uh, Coach K's nursery in the back wing, the west wing. I will admit, being from the Gulf Coast in southern Alabama, he's a poet. And you being from Dallas, Texas, when you say the Northeast, I lump a big part of the country into that. And so when you say Northeast, I'm like, they're all close enough together for me to categorize that. But I also do the same with the Midwest. Hey, if you're from the Midwest, there are hundreds and thousands of square miles that I associate as one unit. Mm. Born in Cookville, Tennessee. That's not... That's not the Northeast. That's the Northeast nothing. High School Roanoke, Virginia. What is he talking about? Do you play for Oak Hill? Uh, Maybe. Let's see. That would make me sad. Cave Spring. Uh, I heard they were terrible. Garbage. Man. What, What is he talking about? Is he... Is he as high as Bill Walton? I I think you might have misread the whole thing. No, There's yeah, a I part think, of me that thinks that I'm on I'm on. Uh, well, Reddick's. I think he's gonna be happy playing as a Mav, but you know, I think he needed to listen to David Griffith a little. little Do you closer. think Luca will take up his fashion sense and just get a full sleeve by the end of the season? Full sleeve tat. Dude, Luca, he needs to get tatted out so he can look badass out there. Not Birdman neck and like and like um just a name? tasteful sleeve. Abraham Lincoln on his throat. What was his name? Yeah, tasteful sleeve. Tasteful sleeve. Yeah. Well, glam up. Yeah. He's got it in him. Sports fans, when we come back, we're talking Final Four. Uh, a little bit of the uh, portal. What else do I have on here? And Gaper Day. Uh, Suez Canal. Gaper Suez Day. Canal, Gaper Day. Uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch and uh, the Shrimp Tails. P- current events. Pack show. <laughs> Stay tuned. This is Teton Sports Like here on 89.1. Get you up. You wanna hear a good joke? Nobody speak, nobody get choked. Sports fans, it is Friday here on 89.1 KHOL with Teton Sports Talk is here to bring you a little bit closer to your weekend. I'm your host, Massey Zeman. To my left, Graham Trainer, Pack Show. You know what the hardest part about our job is? The Friday news dumps that we always miss out on. And yes. right now, we're in the middle of um, cause of Tiger Woods' crash determined, details not released. So That's such a teaser. There's a TMZ. It's like, the file is in the folder. We cannot reach that can't, folder. Can't get that file yet for you. Where are Mr. the files? Mr. Wayne. I think that... Um, Have we forgotten about Tiger? Because he's not going to play in the Masters because he crashed his car? Yeah. No, like the sports cycle has forgotten about Tiger. The and crash. All, yes, exactly. So until now, now there are going to be details. Like I'm sure it's Friday when it's going to come out and it's going to be like pills or whatever, but like we don't know right now. <laughs> right. This or, is what always we always run into. There'll be something that will happen on Friday like that's crazy. Um, I've noticed it always happens to us. Yes, it does happen to us. Like Cam Newton staying at the Patriots. Exactly. That was, what, last week, two weeks ago? Mm-hmm. Um, Thursdays are sleepy. That being said, I guess my point about forgetting about Tiger, because our brains are so full of March Madness and the draft and baseball starting, well, your brain, um, that we won't remember the Tiger storylines until the Azalea start popping up on our TV all over the place. We're like, oh, yeah, Tiger's hurt. Next Thursday. Wait, what? Masters next Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> it's not November anymore, uh, bud. Er, yeah. No, or uh, yeah, okay. You're used to eating turkey and sitting down. So what? here come the Tiger storylines, my point. Yeah. Okay, so here we are. Mm-hmm. Yep, we made it. Full mm. circle. Full, yeah, the Masters. 
Yikes. Um, in more important news, if you're listening to this, you're on your gaper. You're you're the day after Gaper Day. A national, another national hangover day. Yes. Or regional. <laughs> yeah, we have regional. Um, for all of you that participated in Gaper Day, just do it. Just do it for me. If you can do it for nothing else, be like, I will hit this thunder bumps jump, half naked, and try a backflip for which, the first t- time. Which half? Doesn't matter. You choose. Okay. It's Gaper Day. Pain and if brain. you're if you're visiting Jackson and this is your first Gaper Day, stay out of the way. Do not get mixed in. You do not want to know what's on the other side of the veil. Stay off thunder. Yeah, and and if you do, I would suggest you go full in. You just absorb what it is, and yeah. good luck getting on. Good luck getting down the mountain from there, because we're talking about experts in this field of skiing and partying. There are experts out there, so beware. I mean, spring break's pretty much over. Like the Texas influx is gone. I think spring break got pushed back in colleges to later in April. Oh shoot, they're coming this week. No, I just don't think. I think it's like after the mountain closes, or maybe the week after the mountain closes, or the week before. I don't know. I, I I heard that. I filed it away, and I said maybe I'll bring that up later. Never thought about it until right now. I don't think we had a spring break crowd this year. I, you would know. Yeah, I would beg to differ. I the the um, throughout March was a lot busier, except until actually hill climb was like it wasn't hell climb anymore. It was hill climb, just hill climb. It was normal. It was it was it was people on their best behavior. I went to hill climb, and I'm so sorry to admit this, but in eleven winters. It was my very first one to ride at the summit lift and look at hill climb. Oh. And I thought, this is the sweetest spectating sport I've ever watched. From that From position? From that vantage. Yeah. Looking down at those guys just so, wheeling and dealing those huge machines. I'm, I will say, I've said jokes in the past. I'll stick to them. But let me stand corrected in the athleticism. The volunteers that are wrangling, like the rodeo clowns that are wrangling those sleds from sliding downhill. The infrastructure that goes into it with all the trailers and whatever. Mm-hmm. And those guys have a trench. They're going through a trench of snow and mud that are up to their ears with a snow with a sled. Yeah. And it's 45 degrees. It is a unique uh, I was blown away. Front row. It's a front row seat that moves. You are the Not drone shot. Anywhere else in sport is that. The NFL the NFL. Sky over cam. The sky, sky cam you're a sky over cam. the quarterback. Yeah. That's your you're looking down onto a sport from that vantage point with your own eyes, and it's phenomenal. You're a drone. Yeah. But you get to smell like the diesel and you get to drink beer while you go to the lift. And and it's just great fun. You're like, this is fantastic. So don't allow eleven years to pass before you go to your first hill climb and ride the summit lift. Well, the summit lift is dead, but it is right. R.I.P. Gondola or gondola's coming in. You think eventually we'll just be like we'll have virtual reality headsets. Our drones will just go out and like interact for us. Our drones will go to happy hour. I don't know, man. I was born in '87. I saw 9/11. I've seen two economic collapses, and I've seen a global pandemic. I don't know. And now there's Clinton. robot police dogs. Like I don't OJ. know what I'm going to see. O.J. was Berlin it? Wall. Yeah. So I don't Nintendo know. Nintendo 64. Yeah. Just landmark. <laughs> life-changing events someone put an iphone in my hand in my lifetime and said hey you can search out the best rest restaurants per price and i was like that is fantastic wow oh look a gps in my hand so if i have robot eyes and my little drone flies around and sees the world for me i guess i'll adapt yeah 
Seems seems like a sad day though. Yeah. Oh, I did. Um, How did we get here from Gaper Day? I don't know. <clears throat> uh, Gaper Day to you know hill climb to Gaper Day. It's, it's within the same week. Uh, also, put on sunscreen at Gaper Day. There's some parts of you that are going to be exposed that have not seen the light of day. Like in your five bottom months. half, according to Massey, or your spreading top half. Eagle. And just put sunscreen on. Yeah. Because that next day you're like uh, when you're walking around like you have been uh, like a slight baked potato. It's gonna be bad when you're bussing bussing tables. You're gonna have to lotion up. Got that peach look going. Um, I did look at. Uh, no, Todd. Todd, you didn't. You didn't do your job again. I, I looked at. He was there. JJ the Reddick. JJ Reddick uh, has an amazing Brooklyn duplex. Incredible designer home in Brooklyn that is perfect for his family. That's so just Brooklyn, wishful thinking. Brooklyn. That's that where was he wishful to go. thinking. He's I like, know. maybe I can play a it role player on the net. Now he's pissed. Because should we update the NBA? You think they'd rather have JJ Reddick than Lamar, Lamarcus Aldridge? Because they got Blake and then they got Lamarcus. Maybe if Reddick would have gone, but before that buyout of Lamarcus, maybe it would have worked out. For I him. don't think the Lamarcus trade is as big as everybody makes it out to be. Oh, it's nothing. But you'd, I'd rather have Reddick than Lamarcus Aldridge at this point in their career. Oh, who? Well, Lamarcus Aldridge right. is kind of a shell of himself. Yeah, he used to be so good. Respect. I just speaking throw, of, I speaking still of Texas. Programs and things that used to be good that are not anymore. Lamarcus. Lamarcus. Um, NBA update: The Nets are still favored to win. The 76ers are posers. Celtics are posers. The Bucks have a chance. Mamadi Diakite is contributing in the minutes that he is playing. I know that Ty Jerome is playing on the Suns, and in the West, I have no idea who's going to win uh, besides the Lakers. Yeah, and, well, Davis has to come back. The Brow has to come back, be healthy. LeBron's uh, still out, right? Utah is still crushing. LeBron's still out. Denver's on the uptick. The Suns I are like still their moves. I like their moves. Yes. Um, what else? Anything else? Nah. Lakers versus Nets in the finals. Probably. Okay. Uh, I hope so. That would be, that'd be theater. It's funny how we say how inevitable sports are, and we cling to our um, sport. Like, I, I love college football. I love college basketball. And I, I love the NBA, and we're like, oh, you it's inevitable. It's farm, inevitable. Farm system, MLB. Law, farm system, MLB. But we look at the beginning of the season, and we're like, well, it's the Baylor versus the Zags all year. They're one and two. Like, why why play? And then I'm still super psyched, and Baylor and the Zags are going to play in the finals, and I'm still going to be shocked <laughs> and surprised about the outcome. And this, and this when it was Cleveland uh, Warriors during that whole fiat, uh, like three or four-year span, I still tuned in. I don't get it. Four years in a row, yeah. Yeah, and then college football fans, you just wait around to watch. What You beat Alabama or you don't beat Alabama. That I'm on the winning side of that, but still, it's inevitable Alabama-Clemson, Ohio State. Ohio State. Yeah, those three. And we still tune in. So don't get down on the NBA, casual NBA fans. No. There's plenty of plenty of ball to go around. The Nets were garbage last year, so it's a big, big turnaround. Is there any other fan For base obvious reasons. that's more harmless than the Brooklyn Nets? Are there any Brooklyn Nets fans besides There's, our fellow DJ over here? I don't think so. Nick, that was his name, right? Yeah. Is he still here? I don't, um, We've been in COVID protocol for a while, so true. we haven't seen other people besides he, you know this room. He was wearing that Nets hat way before the KD way, and Kyrie In fact, I'll signings. cheer for the Nets just for him. And Buckets. And Joey Buckets. Yeah. That's a good point. The unsung hero. He is. He's averaging like... Over forty percent from the three point line. Glue guy. He is just he's he's like James Harden, Kyrie, KD. I'll take the fourth best defender and I'll just rain threes. I feel like Nash. What what is it? In, um, is it warging? 
in uh, Game of Thrones. Yes. I think Nash wargs into Just let Joey. everyone know a warg is Go someone out. who has control of, an, yep. of another animal. Eyes and ears on, my, on the court, former mm-hmm. point guard. You just like make sure those guys stay in check. I liked how we heaped that much responsibility on Joe. <laughs> he wasn't even the leader of our team. But well, <laughs> he went to the Ivy League of the South, UVA. Nobody's going to hate you for saying that. <laughs> no one. I, I guarantee no one's like, I hate what he just said. Not a single person. <laughs> Let's talk about the Final Four real quick. Yeah. Zags versus the UCLA. On the other side is Baylor versus Houston. We've talked about the inevitability of what the Zags are doing. But let's talk about UCLA, UCLA for a little bit. We, unlikely story. Is there a chance the 11 seeded UCLA beats the Zags? Also, another player for UCLA got banged up. I'm not sure if it was Huzang again, but. Huzang or Jaquez? Yeah, but Gonzaga's doing this with lottery picks. Yes. UCLA is not doing this with current lottery picks. Correct. So They're it doing just this with seems. Nick, Nick Cronin is. Can we talk about it. Nick Cronin? All right. Yeah. He was like UCLA's sixth choice, and he gets the job, and I think he came from Cincinnati. He did. And he just has Cincinnati basketball in L.A., and it's working. Yeah, he took Cincinnati to a 16 or a nice shirt, uh lead eight. I can't remember which one. Let's just say, let's say he went to the lead eight. All right. Was Tony B top pick for UCLA? Tony B is an, an immovable force in my world. No, I know, world. but he was their. It was he was either their first or second choice. So Nick Cronin, was he really? Yeah, I don't Nick even... Cronin was backup number. Yeah, like three or four, like you said. Um, yeah, just an amazing coaching job. The spread his, is his dad. The every big moment they show his dad. Hep, hip, 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 hip. I love it. He's just so animated. I love it. He's giving like kind of your like. Is it hip hip hooray or hip hip hooray? Is that what it, I think it's hip, hip, hooray. I hope he didn't get his nickname from a different thing, but I, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I yeah. think it's probably a short for something. Yeah. And his, his nickname isn't Titus. <laughs> um, hep. Well, he had some on the sideline. During the COVID era, you think you'd just be able to, you know, Nick would be able to cover that up. Hey, Hep, did you see that? Nice. Okay. No, you like that one? All right. There one for three, trainer. And that was off the, that was just that was fire for the hip. All right. So. You no more like, script. No allow, more script. Allow me to don't let me allow 14 you to interrupt. Po- Fourteen point dogs. Okay. Mark Few. Yeah, he's got Jalen Suggs. He's got Kispert, and he's got is it Drew Drew Timmy Drew Time 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 Time. It, he's averaging twenty four points a game right now. I've done a lot of like watching and not always listening to the announcers, so I I don't get all the name the pronunciations correct. No, no, no I'm there in with times you. like these. I also CBS is Fort Knox right now when it comes to content. I watched CBS football, SEC on CBS, all year. I get to the tournament. It has locked me out. I'm hacking in with my best codes. Nothing. So I can only watch the TNT and the TBS games. Oh, okay. So I have to go elsewhere for the CBS game. So I haven't watched one Gonzaga game. I hope UCLA keeps this close. Right? Don't, don't we want the Zags to like have a little dent in their armor when they're going in and playing the other side? Like We want them to question a little bit so we tune in. Mm-hmm. Well, will the Zags look kind of human against UCLA? If they, if they beat every team by 20 points, we'll just mark them down as one of the best teams of all time. With the asterisks next to it. With, of course. Yeah, best, of course. Ga- best, best COVID tournament champions of all time. Yes. But that being said, let's go to the other side, Baylor versus Houston. Baylor has been flirting at that number two position. They have guards that go all over the floor. Houston, the only thing I know about Houston is they rebound well. Yeah. 
And so I'm I'm going to pin this on the two bigs. Baylor's, oh boy, Jonathan Schwama, T C H A M W A from Houston, from Baylor, oh from Baylor, and Flo Thamber, the two bigs for Bay, the two bigs for Baylor, athletic all over the floor, have engines. They're going to have to be the difference in the game. And I don't think they have to play A-plus ball to beat Houston. I think they can play B-plus, B-ball against Houston and still win. They just can't disappear. Houston cannot uh, cancel that out. Does that make sense? Yeah. I think Baylor's – I mean, even if Houston does cancel that out, I think Baylor's guards can beat Houston. Baylor's got uh, Marcio Teague, Jared Butler, Davion Mitchell. You're a bigs guy because you're at six foot. I'm at six. I was an undersized. I was an undersized four because I couldn't shoot. I'm at five nine at the right doctor, you know. And um, no, I mean Kelvin Sampson, kind of a legendary coach. Like he's had scandals in the past. Scott Drew. I don't know. Scott Drew has been there since 2003, since the Dave Bliss scandal. I wrote down all this stuff about the in, Dave in at Baylor. Yeah, he survived that. He's been there since 03, since Dave since Dave Bliss and the murder scandal went down. It's been the same coach the entire time. Wait, he was there during that time, or no, no. they hired him he afterwards? He rebuilt. He rebuilt for that. He's been there 17 years? Yeah, I couldn't even believe that. Okay. Call it All 18. Right. It's 2021. Have we been talking about Baylor recently in college basketball? This doesn't seem like a full surprise. I feel like Baylor's been there. I And that's because I remember their neon uniforms a couple of times. Mm-hmm. They've done the neon a few. That's what's so great about those teams that can pull that off, like Oregon. I still think in my brain Oregon scores a thousand points a game because they're neon uniforms. That's just not their identity anymore. <laughs> they look fast. But I guess Baylor I guess Baylor uh has fulfilled that legacy of neon uniforms and now they're in the final four. Well the kids are attracted to neon uniforms, uh, blood in the shoes, you know, it's it's big these days. That's a hot topic. Yeah. Why do people care? Is that the Old Town Road guy? Yeah, same guy. Wow. I have a certain uh, allegiance toward him since that was <laughs> The song they played every fourth song in Minneapolis when UVA won the national championship, they played that every fourth song. So that was a 17th or 2019 song? That was a 2019 the, song, yeah. and that's, uh, that's, all, that's all I've heard of from little Nas until he just, boom. Boom. Right there. Blood in and the shoes. Man, did the holy people not like that. I got a little I got a little weird and went down the the Dave Bliss road because I was pretty amazed by Scott Drew like surviving sure. eight, eighteen years with a program yeah, yeah. in general. I know he's done an elite eight, a sweet sixteen or two with Baylor in that eighteen year span, but it's pretty impressive. Like a Big Twelve coach lasting that long, uh, um, uh, what's it called? Whatever five Power Five Power conference five, yeah. coach lasting that long without really making like a ton of noise. But I, I guess, guess Baylor had to have patience. I mean. There's yeah. just no other way to describe that besides, like, you're just going to be our guy until... But there's a documentary on the... It's called Disgraced. It was on Showtime. And it talks about the uh, the whole Patrick Dennehy murder in 03 and the assistant Abar Ro- Rose. Do we, do we want to actually... We've never broached the topic of this. Do we want to actually... This is the best descri- storyline in yeah. the Final Four. <laughs> do, do we want to describe a Sister Jean move aside... Do you want to describe actually what happened at Baylor? We've always on this show not liked Baylor. Right. Even when RG3 was there and I had him in my pick him for college football, we still shuddered at the fact that we chose Baylor to do anything correct. Would you like to? Because of Art Bryles. Yes. This so, is the so Art Bryles before give us, Art Bryles. Give us the minute description of what happened there and the controversy surrounding it. Happily. So Dave Bliss 
was the coach of Baylor. Patrick Dennehy was a player that he paid $40,000 to. Patrick Dennehy happened to be murdered by a teammate. And the scandal was that Dave Bliss had his assistant coaches and his players all swear an oath, basically, to keep this under wraps, to say Patrick Dennehy, the deceased, was a drug dealer. He made that money from drugs. Yes. And now that he's dead, and um, I learned tonight that his head and body were in different places, which is pretty crazy that's to think so, about. That's so dark. True crime. But um, the scandal was like, hey, as, since he's dead, now I can really cover this up. Everybody's got to get on board. So this guy, a bar. That guy coaches a youth, youth seven league at the YMCA in Des Moines, Iowa now. No, Bliss, actually, I saw this article in 2017. He was coaching a college team. I forgot what it was, like a Northwestern Tech University State or something. And he stepped down right after the documentary came out. And all this, I read about, Hey, like, remember me? Yeah. <laughs> whoops. They remember everybody me. Everybody at the board. Me. Yeah. At the, everybody at the board's like, hey, remember when we didn't do our research on the Baylor coach? What was that about? That Dave Gliss guy looks a lot like this Dave Bliss guy. Yeah, weird. Yeah. It's nice to have a... To get an alias, but you'll like this part. You'll you'll like this part for a, a certain reason. There was an outside out. What's it called? Outside the lines roundtable with the Shap back in the day. The the elder Jeremy Shap, in which Coach K, Jim Beheim, and Kelvin Sampson, the Houston coach, all said they couldn't trust an assistant like that who betrayed the fraternity of head coaches because a bar Rouse. I hope I'm saying his name right or Roos. He got blackballed from college basketball because he whistle blew on Dave Bliss, turned him in, recorded him saying these things of like, hey, players, hey, coaches, we're all in the same, we're all in agreement, right? Like Patrick Dennehy, drug dealer, he got the 40000 because of that, and he's dead now, so he has no way of fighting this. Oh my and gosh. those, yeah, especially Coach This Dave, is why Bayheim, we never mentioned this. We, I forgot these guys were like disgusted by the assistant coach telling the truth and That's saying, ridiculous. Yeah, it's crazy. So they said that they were like the yes. assistant coach was in the wrong. Yes. For for not for not going to the head coach and instead of instead of going to the head coach and saying I don't agree with you, the head coach who's saying they're such dictators. College head coaches are such dictators and everyone's like, "Oh, well the, the head coach is like, "Oh, well I didn't know that was going on in my program." Every head coach knows exactly what's going on in their program. Oh, Dave Bliss would have put cocaine in this guy his assistant coach's locker and said, "Look, he's a drug addict." And I'm in the right. So what is he supposed to do? He's supposed to go confront Dave Bliss among, amongst his murder scandal. And so he did the right thing, obviously. But it's funny that Coach K and Bayheim were in on the, the coach's fraternity council. And yeah, it was it was it's 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 bizarre. It's a bizarre uh, thing that happened 18 years ago, 2003. It's before the Sandusky scandal. So this was kind of like the big sports scandal at the time. The first time teammates murdered a player. And there was a cover-up, and like it was why, wild. Why do we understand the motive behind the murder? No, I don't think they ever really. I'm gonna watch this documentary. I don't think they really got to the bottom of it, though. Um, I will say self-defense was the. Sure. Yeah. What is Baylor's co- head coaches now? Scott Drew. Scott Drew. Good job. Yeah, he rebuilt way, it. Way to put what walk into that office every single day, and just survive the day, and lock that office, turn off the lights at night. And redo your job for the last 17 he's a, years. He's a legend. This is what Bill O'Brien could have done if he hadn't gone to Houston. He would have been the legend at Penn State who rebuilt Penn State from 
near the death ashes penalty, the ashes of sandusky and paterno oh man well hey all right so maybe in a tiny part of me mm-hmm. says i like baylor is that okay now yeah we're, we're coming out of it now okay it's good well, I think it's going to be Baylor-Zags, and I think it's an A-plus team versus an A-minus team, and that the Gonzagas will can, the Zags will fulfill the destiny of an, the second undefeated team since Indiana. Can that just be a you know like a six-point spread? Can we just can Gonzaga be you know challenged by Baylor or Houston? I think Houston so. Upsets? I think I think honestly think that uh, the Zags will roll past UCLA, yeah, and I, I think it'll too. be a closer game than people think, just because it's a different atmosphere. Championship games. Wacky things happen. It's really nice in championship games when it's not ugly, when everybody elevates their game. What's going to happen for Baylor is Gonzaga's going to have to play ugly and Baylor's going to have to have a heroic effort to beat them. Yeah, we've mostly had good championship games the past like five years, haven't we? Like UVA and Texas Tech, obviously. Carolina and Gonzaga played. Villanova and UNC, that was an amazing game. Wait, didn't Nova blow the doors off his people? Villanova, Villanova beat UNC. No, that, no, that was a great game. That was UNC a, beat that Villanova was the one, in a good game. Villanova won the championship by thirty or something like that, hitting like ten threes. Oh, they did win the second one by a lot. They barely beat UNC because remember, um, no, no, they, Jay Wright like didn't even realize like he couldn't believe the ball. You know, like that that last like few seconds of that UNC game. That must have been a Final Four because Nova's no, only that was, one that was championship, a title game. right? That was a title game. Nova's got two championships. They do, but the first one against UNC was solid, and then they crushed. Maybe Gonzaga. I can't remember who they played the second time now, but it was a blow the doors off Villanova win. Yeah, because the they're, considered, they're considered like top five yeah. uh, teams of oh, the century or whatever it's called. But we've, we've been kind of spoiled, so I'm hoping like, you know, um, we have a good game. I can't, it's hard to even remember back like the past decade of games. Like, I think Michigan Louisville was pretty bad. Louisville just destroyed Michigan because of Big Ten frauds. Yep, again, once again. Uh, Duke beat Wisconsin. Duke beat Wisconsin. That was all right. Buzzer beater, right? Was that a buzzer beater? I think that was a buzzer beater. Was that that was uh, Okafor, the first round pick, who was a total bust. And mm. man, it's hard to it's hard to remember all these games. But my I, my brain shuts down after. T- I don't even remember who won. Uh, like, well, I remember who won last year. But if you asked me year to year who won, I'd have to take a second to think about it. Yeah, there, there's some there's some patchy moments in there, and sometimes it's because of the alcohol consumed during the game, and they're not remembering as well. But I remember some of these very clear. Well, some of it's just the lifestyle choice and my you know memory memory loss, and just life, like approaching forty. The sports fans, <laughs> this has been Teton Sports Talk. We hope you enjoyed it because that's it, and that's all.